The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills, and obviously at this point, you know the 2020 NFL draft is in the books as the dust settles here. Still waiting on some official word as it relates to the undrafted free agents. Once we do have all that confirmed, of course, we'll get back with you and talk about a lot of that. And and just want to first off say thank you to everybody for tuning in to all of our coverage throughout the draft. Um, A number of our podcasts, of course, coming together, getting you all the draft previews, some instant analysis and feedback from the entire team here at buffalorumblings.com and appreciate everybody tuning in, downloading the pod, and and welcome all those new subscribers that we've picked up over this past weekend. Um, With this, one of the big questions I think that's come out of the draft, at least a a lot of the chatter that you hear out there, is what are things going to look like at running back for the Bills? Of course, in 2019, so many of us impressed by the rookie season put together by Devin Singletary, but of course, recognizing the Bills probably needed a bit of a 1B to uh, to Singletary's 1A in the backfield for Buffalo. Uh, Frank Gore not re-signing with the Bills. Not sure what his future will hold in the NFL. But coming into you know this offseason, right, you've got Devin Singletary, TJ Yeldon, and Christian Wade under contact contract. As I look at this, and I know Christian Wade is a popular topic for so many folks, um, again, I think he will probably be a candidate for the practice squad again it would certainly be an upset for him to upend someone like TJ Yeldon on the roster. Crazier things have happened, but again, probably still learning the nuances of the American football game, but uh, certainly a fan favorite and something to monitor. Um, With this being said, you all know Zach Moss, the number 86 pick in the third round for the Buffalo Bills. And I think he's going to, you know, be a part of an interesting duo with Devin Singletary. Um, at this point, and I get it, we haven't even had training camp or the preseason or any specifics to go off of, but I expect Devin Singletary to be the 1A and Zach Moss to be the 1B as it relates to the Bills. Now, when you look at Moss, right, a, a storied career at Utah um, over his four seasons, over 4,000 yards rushing, uh, 66 catches over four years, and, you know, you take a look at at him as the player, right? You look at his senior year, 13 games with the Utes, 235 rushing attempts for 1,416 yards. That's at a clip of six yards per carry, 15 rushing touchdowns, combining that with 28 receptions for 388 yards, an average of almost 14 yards per clip, not bad for a running back, and two receiving touchdowns. 
So right, all yards from scrimmage, 263 touches for just over 1,800 yards and 17 touchdowns. You look at someone like Moss, right, at 5'9", 225 pounds. I don't want to necessarily define him as a punishing back, right? He's not like an A.J. Dillon type who we've talked about on the pod before and one of those big bruisers, but he certainly does not shy away from contact. And I think you add him as a nice compliment to Devin Singletary. A piece about him that we look at is he does have the ability to be that receiving threat out of the backfield. Again, 28 catches, 388 yards, almost 14 yards per reception in his senior season at Utah. And the nice thing about that is we look forward to this, right? It's not that the Bills would be tipping their hand if they have Singletary or Moss on the field at any one time. This was a big sticking point for Nick Bat. I know you've heard him on the Nick and Nolan show talking about this. And, you know, I went back and forth with it at first. But now that you look and say, hey, you've got someone like Moss who's just different enough, right, from someone like Singletary that maybe, you know, he welcomes the contact a little bit more. But with both of these guys being a threat out of the backfield, and of course, TJ Yeldon is, right, depending on if he's going to be active on game days or not, it does give the Bills that flexibility on offense so they are not tipping their hand to the defense that it does look like, especially down the stretch in 2019, they tended to do with Frank Gore. Now, as we look back to 2019, and I realize, right, statistics don't tell the entire picture, but I think you can take a look at, at, you know, the number of touches that the Bills had on offense and what they did with their running game, right? So from this standpoint, right, the total number of plays that the Bills had on offense, right, they would average about 29 rush plays per game, 29 rushing attempts, and that was about 48% of all offensive snaps. The other 32 pass attempts equating for about 52% of those snaps. So as you see this, not quite a 50-50 split. Of course, there's many that would like to see the Bills pass more. I always tend to think that the um, the game situation uh, tends to you know dictate what the team will do. But from that standpoint, right, 465 rushing attempts during the 2019 season. Again, 29 per game. And let's take a closer look at that breakdown too, because I think it provides some perspective. Frank Gore, 166 rush attempts for 599 yards. An average of 3.6. We certainly saw him fall off a bit um, in the second half of the season. Um, of course, those 166 attempts, it does not look like they will be on the roster for the 2020 season. Devin Singletary, 151 carries for 775 yards, an average of 5.1 per attempt. The third leading rusher in attempt for the Bills, that was Josh Allen at 109 rushes for 510 yards, 4.7 yards per attempt and nine touchdowns. Now, for me, when we talk about the importance of the Zach Moss selection, the team adding someone that can be that complimentary back for Devin Singletary, in many ways, it ties into Josh Allen. For me, 109 rushing attempts for the quarterback, uh, that's just too much, right? And I realize Allen can be dynamic um, using his legs, nine rushing touchdowns in 2019. He is certainly a weapon but from this standpoint, if we look at the Bills evolving right into being one of the best teams in the NFL, of course, we want to see him make improvements as a passer. Um, I'd like to see improvements from the offensive line, too, right, so he doesn't have to leave the pocket too soon. But where I'm going with this is if Josh Allen can cut down on his carries a bit, if you have that complimentary back that can take off some of that pressure 
or even if you've got guys like Singletary and Moss catching those short passes in the flat, right? It's those types of situations that I think can can keep him upright a little bit. And if we think to some of the hits that Allen has taken in the past, I mean, sure, if there's a sneak on a fourth and one or at the goal line, I get all of those pieces. But, you know, the key for the Buffalo Bills to compete, not just in the AFC East, but even potentially, right, to make the playoffs again and go to the Super Bowl, Josh Allen needs to be upright. And I would love to see a bit of a reduction in those carries. Um, other guys that had carries, not too many throughout the 2019 season. TJ Yeldon, 17 carries for 63 yards. Isaiah McKenzie, you know, being creative. Brian Dable in his offense, eight carries for 49 yards. You had three for Pat DeMarco, three for Sonoris Perry, primarily coming in week 17. Two for Robert Foster, two for John Brown, two for Matt Barkley, one for Dawson Knox, and one for Andre Roberts. So I think if you're focusing right on the 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 core running options that the Bills are going to have. And you look to to the touches that Frank Gore had in 2019, Devin Singletary and Josh Allen. Starting with Allen, I'd love to cut that number almost in half, right? To go from 109 and 15 games, you know, from that standpoint, if you can cut that in half to maybe like around 60 for the entire season, assuming that maybe he plays all 16 weeks. I Again, I just, I, I always am concerned. I know he's a big bruising back, I, or big bruising quarterback when he has the ball in his hands he can be dangerous I'd love to see that number diminish a little bit as you move forward with the others right that leaves about I'm going to say about 350 carries to divvy up between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary now Singletary I see as being that lead back when it comes to rushing right I think based on what he did in 2019 he is going to you know be that 1a to Zach Moss being a 1B or, again, Singletary being, you know, the primary starter and Moss is that complementary back. You know, I think as we look at this, right, and you talk about you talk about 350 or so carries, right, you're getting yourself, you're talking about maybe 22, 22 carries per game, right, to be divvied up between those two primary backs. Of course, there could be different things, you know, getting creative with a a jet sweep to Isaiah McKenzie or John Brown or Robert Foster or whatever offensive weapon that there might be there. But I think between those two backs, you're talking about a split of around 22 per game. And for me, I think as you take a look at this, right, Devin Singletary, his sweet spot is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, I would say, 15 carries per game. Right. With that, that doesn't include catches out of the backfield. Um, But I think 15 rushes per game puts him in a situation where he can stay fresh. He is not necessarily that bell cow back that's going to get 20, 25 carries per game and just be that type of player for the Bills. Right. But I think he can be that electric back. But in many ways, right, if you can have a little bit of a rotation, of course, going with the hot hand when needed, I'm, I'm always a proponent of that. But when you look at someone like Singletary, you think to yourself, man, if he gets in the neighborhood of, again, 15 carries per game, if you're to go through with something like that, anywhere near five-yard average per carry, that puts him well over 1,000 yards rushing in 2020. Now, again, can he maintain five yards rushing? I'm not quite sure about all of that. But again, we've seen the potential. We've seen how elusive he can be. And from that standpoint, I think it puts him in a good position where he can be that lead back for the Bills, again, averaging somewhere around 15 carries per game. You know, you look at the time that he had with the Bills, really starting around week nine, where he asserted himself as the lead back in Buffalo. 
20 carries for 95 yards against the Washington Redskins in week nine, um, eight carries for 42 against the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Browns in the loss in week 10. Uh, the following week against Miami, 15 carries for 75. And Denver, big game for him, 21 rushes for 106 yards. And the following weeks after that, it was 14 carries against Dallas, 17 against Baltimore, 21 against Pittsburgh, and then 15 against New England. So again, as we take a look at all of this, I tend to think that's a bit of a sweet spot for him. Get those few carries or few catches out of the backfield in each of those games. And then you've got the rest that can be picked up from Zach Moss. And again, right, you talk about a a third round pick, just like Devin Singletary was in the 2019 draft, you know, come in. But I think there's some reasonable expectations. If he can get somewhere around eight carries per game, a couple of catches out of the backfield per game, where you can get him in the neighborhood of maybe 10 touches. That puts you in a position where you're not putting too much of the load on Devin Singletary and you have a good amount of balance based on the down and distance situation in the game. You've got two guys that can complement each other and keep one another fresh. From my perspective, that is such a key to the Bills' success in 2020. Having two runners, heaven forbid anybody gets dinged up, they have to sit out a game or they have to come out. You know, you have a, a, a number three back and someone like TJ Yeldon, assuming that he makes the roster, you know, we see what he can do, especially catching the ball out of the backfield. For me, right, so if I'm to look at it, I see Devin Singletary getting about 15 carries per game, two or three catches per game obviously would be ideal. And then from that standpoint, you've got Zach Moss, probably with seven or eight rushes per game. He also getting a couple of catches out of the backfield in each game. I don't think fans have to be worried too much of saying, well, what does this mean for Singletary or what does this mean here? Like the best part for me is you've got two backs that can work together. I'm excited to see what Zach Moss can do at the NFL level and more excited to see what Devin Singletary can do in his second season with the Buffalo Bills, right? I mean, such an exciting um, tenure as a rookie and to think, okay, now you can have these two guys in the backfield. Zach Moss, at least the expectation, right, that he can be an upgrade over Frank Gore. And I don't want to talk about Frank Gore like he just, again, a storied NFL career and everything that he has done and how he helped a young guy like Devin Singletary get ready for the pro. So I don't want to diminish that. But at this point in his career, you can look at a a youngster like Zach Moss, how he can come in and be an instant upgrade for the Buffalo Bills offense. So I'd love to get your feedback on this as well. You can always hit me up at buffalorumblings.com, but also you can find me on Twitter at Ant Marino to give me your feedback on the Buffalo Bills running back room and what you might see the split be for these two guys. Again, as I look at it, Devin Singletary, probably when you factor in the catches, being somewhere around 18 touches per game, Zach Moss around 10. And again, it puts you in a position where you can have fresh legs throughout the game. And uh, that doesn't even factor in uh, Josh Allen and the weapon that he can be running the football. But like I said, I don't want to see Josh Allen having to run as much as he did in 2019 or 2018. It's great to see those, you know, highlights of him, you know, diving for the pylon or hurtling Anthony Barr and those pieces. And I get it's exciting when you you go back and you watch the highlights and all of these pieces, but um, I don't need it to be too exciting for him to say the least. So that's my thoughts on the Bills' recent changes at running back with the addition at Zach Moss. I'd love to get your feedback. I always appreciate you guys tuning in and make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you could get all of our great podcasts here at buffalorumblings.com. Thanks again for listening. And as always, go Bills.